Welcome back to the We Bombastic Few podcast. Season 4, episode 9, total episode something. Brent, what's the total episode? Uh, uh, 50,000. Yeah, something like that. Accurate. Uh, the, that is we, he, uh, accurate he, to my count as well. <laughs> he firm yesterday, you did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did, I did a quick firm yesterday. <laughs> Instant firm yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I figured there's uh, 10 to the 5 uh hosts of podcasts when considering yeah if, if you round it to the nearest ten thousand mm-hmm. um round up round up to the nearest ten thousand mm-hmm. yeah exactly checks out so you you've I'm heard the math guy from from both hosts it, uh yeah uh, what wait what are you, how can you call yourself a math guy it's not like you have some kind of official qualification <laughs> the hold on this uh mathematics minors is getting in my way i need to get it off my table oh, uh, oh sorry what were you saying a mathematics minor <laughs> <laughs> show of hands yeah, no, no, no. i don't know why i need to see a show of hands account. who cares hold on anyone i don't see any hands so yeah uh, oh what's it, what's this my electrical engineering degree <laughs> who put that on the desk too oh and my in progress masters in electrical engineering oh my goodness my desk is so cluttered uh, Do you just have it on your you desk have it, to like you have boost your ego like every day? Wait, you have an in progress oh, master's degree on your desk. What is, what is it? Your transcript? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a degree audit that says uh, it's happening. Oh, okay. It doesn't actually give any specifics. It just says it's happening. Sure. Eh, close enough. So you've heard from Brent. You've also heard from Lindsay, but he hasn't identified himself. Lindsay, are you there? Uh, I am here. I am Lindsay. And I am the math guy. You're the math guy. What? Do you have some no, kind I'm of Spartacus. official qualification? Okay, Daniel, as Is this the as new main host? okay, Daniel, as the uh, third party here, who's more credible, me being the math guy or Brent saying that he's the math guy with nothing to back it? Um, Lindsay has more work experience. I trust him. <laughs> Thank you. <Aww. laughs> I don't know. I worked at Toys R Us many, many moons. How many? How many? I was working before you started that job. It is true that Brent left Toys R Us and then they went under. (laughs) Can confirm. Coincidence? They also (laughs) raised the amount they were paying their employees the second he left. Classic. Yeah, for real. That was dumb. Brent, you have a streak of that, because when we were working at that restaurant together, we were making the same thing, and then you left, and then I got a raise. (laughs) Garbage. That's what it is. Uh, Good times. times. (laughs) Great minds think alike. Great math minds think alike. Indeed. Uh, I'm I'm Daniel, of course, um, the introductory host for today, and uh, I'm the math guy. Can't just confirm. wait until you guys get to my qual rhythm. You don't even know. Oh, okay. That speaking of the the qual rhythm, that's our first segment, followed up by hypothetical, because what's a podcast without a hypothetical? And of course, following that will be segment C. And as we all know, C stands uh-huh. for Brent's game segment. As it as it's named in our uh, quick little script scripty thing here, skeleton agenda. That's the word I was looking for. The bombastic word today 
Hackhor Hapheophobia. This is the fear of failure. And I do have a worry with this one that I'm not going to be able to fit that into the script somewhere. It's count. really going to set off my Kakor Hapheophobia. That totally counts. <laughs> not, not if you use it in the same sentence as you introducing it. Oh, that was, they, they were different sentences. There was a very visual period there. It there was, was a, a semicolon. It was a split of sentences. It, it, uh, was. it was a semicolon. The semicolons aren't real because uh, I don't want them to be. <laughs> Hate to introduce you to program. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Speaking of things I don't want to exist, actually, I don't know how I can tie that into my thing. Anyways, um, so I I cook for myself a, a decent amount of time, unless I get really lazy with grocery shopping, cooking, or doing the dishes, which. You know, these are all things that it's pretty easy to get lazy with. Anyways, I was cooking for myself today, and I was making chili. And historically, it's like my mom's chili recipe. And historically, this is the recipe of hers that, like, I do best. And every time I've made it, it was for a long time, it was like, okay, yeah, this came out, like, really similar to how my mom would make it. But, you know, like, I would change things, you know, make it spicier and stuff. Or, you know, I will just mess with stuff. But the last few times... I've made it, it's just come out, like, very lacking in flavor, and I don't, like, I'm doing the same things I've been doing, so, I'm, you know, I'm following the recipe, you know, sometimes I'm adding, like, if anything, like, it should be a little, like, too much, cause, you know, I'm adding more and more of, like, stuff. What if you're reaching the point where you, you are just, like, doubling the recipe inadvertently? Because you've doubled everything. Okay, well, it, you know, it's nothing like that. It, it's nothing like that, but it's like... Well, I mean, today, for instance, like, I expected it to come out different, cause, you know? Like, I threw in some habaneros, um, and, like, I, I didn't have enough chili powder, and so I had to make, like, a substitute chili powder using, like, a variety of different spices. And, you know, it came out, like, different in that way, but, like, I don't know. It's, like, the flavor of, you know plain beef because you know i put beef in my chili um was like stronger than like the spice flavors and i i just have a hard time wrapping my mind around that like why 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 is it when i do the same things over and over again but like it's coming out different like i'm doing something i've got a hot take on chili pun intended um I don't think chili ever tastes different. <laughs> like, I, I don't I, think chili I've ever had... tastes great. The, I mean, it, it's okay. Like, it, it definitely hits the spot sometimes. But I've had it from many different people, like many different varieties. And I think the only thing I ever notice is if, like, you exchange beef for chicken. But, like, other than that, I think all chilies basically taste the same. Um, I think a lot of chilies taste similar, but I think you just need to have a good chili. It sounds to me I mean, like you've never had a good same chili. Dish. Like, it is the same dish, it's just variations of it, so, like, that's not the wildest thing But, to like, say. I don't notice anything different. Like, I went to a, like, it was, a, like, a year ago or so, um, and, like, I went to one before that, too, like, a chili cook-off, whatever, and, like, I had, like, five different ones, and I was like, these are all the exact same chili. Like, they taste exactly the same yeah I, too, I do too bad have you don't a... have a uh 
a minor in food appreciation where you can like, like learn Daniel to appreciate and I do. the differences. Yes. Like cause um, Lin- Lindsay uh, and I are very cultured uh, people. We, so we, we dabble. So Daniel, you said your mother's recipe and this brings up like, I, I have this, just have this thought. I always hear people say, okay, uh, their recipe or this other person's recipe that they're using but I've never heard of someone working on a recipe. So is it actually their recipe that when they say that, or is it like just the one that they use? Um, well, I don't know the... where my mom got the recipe or if she came up with it herself, but no one else makes chili the same way. Intriguing. My mom loves to throw it, uh, throw around the statistic she read in a book that like, you only need to change a recipe 10% to make it your own. And so, I think it's just like you you change one thing in a recipe with 10 or more ingredients and suddenly you've got your own like quote unquote recipe. So, oh yeah. Like a a little ingredient change can like drastically change a dish. Um, one example of this, um, is like growing up, I always felt like most lasagnas kind of tasted the same, but my mom's lasagna like tasted different. And I always thought it was like, this is way better. Um, years like a few years ago, I found out the difference between most lasagnas and my mom's, and then like one other lasagna that was slightly better than my mom's, but like mostly tasted the same. Um, was that most lasagnas used ricotta cheese, and my mom used cottage cheese instead. Ooh, I do not like the ricotta, so I have to try that. Yeah, it's I highly recommend. It makes for a good lasagna. I really want lasagna now. It's one of my favorite also, dishes. Also, uh, shout out to moms, uh, mine and Daniel's and Lindsay's. <laughs> yes, all moms. Um, <laughs> happy which, my, early Mother's Day. My mother yeah. just started listening to the podcast. So. Whoa, that's big time. Yep. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I'm sure you'll love it. Um, Maybe. So I mentioned a, like a few episodes ago that I recently got a dog. So the topic come has come up a lot of people wanting to c- convert like the human years to dog years or whatever. And I genuinely think that is the dumbest, like that is the most unnecessary conversion ever. Cause because so I agree. I'm, I'm very unfamiliar with it. Like I know the, there's like one to seven or something. Explain, explain okay, it so, to someone who doesn't know. What okay. You're for the the stereotypical accept the accepted generalization of it is one to seven for the average dog, but however, like I forget where it was, but like one of my classes that I took a few semesters ago was like okay that's been updated actually more accurately is this different rate at first, which is I think it was a little more rapid and then it changes to one to seven ratio. So in the general sense, yes. One human year is supposed to equate to one dog year or seven dog years. Sorry. Um, so which it, no, but go ahead. But I, let me, I'll just like finish like my thoughts on it. Yeah. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. And I've got multiple reasons for that because a year is a year. Humans do not like, we do not have any ownership over the year. Time affects everyone at the same time. Like it's not, human years does not matter but like i get but then like that yes that's just talking about the year part of it but like the conversion 
different animals are allowed to have different life expectancies. Why do we need to put it into human perspective? I, I put it, I compare it to the human life expectancy when you can just say, okay, the standard dog will live a, at most around 15 years. Like, why can't you just say that and accept that? So I was just going to say, so the, like, is the incentive to give you an idea of how long it's going to live or like how I guess so. mature it is? But like, or... why can't you just say, okay, it's an adult at this many years and it, like they don't live pat- life expectancies at most around 15 years. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, to me, it just seems very unnecessary. Yes. It, it helps give you the picture, but like in the, like after your childhood time of talking about that as an adult, why can't you just accept it's <laughs> like, they're not going to like, I don't know. Wake I, up sheeple. It just, it just seems so like, like dumb. I, I can see how it makes sense to like conceptualize like, Yes. where your dog is at in the aging process, but, but I don't understand why though. that's important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, so, like, I would agree with you, but I think the, the biggest thing is, like, dogs are basically for children. Like, if you're a child, you want a dog. And uh, I, I don't think that <laughs> no, is that's a good thing at all. <laughs> uh, well, but, like, children are a big thing for dogs, right? Or dogs are a big thing for children. One or the other. I don't know. Kid, kids um, like dogs but, like, it's a, it's a lot easier for a child to imagine, or I would imagine that it's easier to, for a child to imagine. It's like, oh, this dog, like, is actually as old as, like, your grandfather, basically. <laughs> so it's on its last leg, and it's going to die soon. I w- <laughs> you know I, how you talk to children. I would disagree with their, like, the more generalization that of the association with children. I know many adults that want a dog... And but like, like I'm saying, I bet dog ears originated to explain it to children. Yeah, that makes sense. That's my theory. But I, I guess that's fair. It's a theory. I don't know. But like, I feel like it's still simple to be like, oh, it's ten years old. Like, that's like reaching the like older end of the spectrum for or the range life range for dogs. Like, can you not just accept that it's getting old? I don't know. I'm not a child. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like if you attach it directly to your, your comparison to dogs or to That's kids, my dogs, like, yeah, that, that is my thoughts on dog year to human year conversion, whatever dumbest thing ever. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I feel like, cause when I talk to like dog owners, and, you know, they're talking about dogs and, you know, their heart melts when they see a dog. Or dog. I, I feel like people who like dogs are, like, really attached to dogs. And to me, like, it definitely could have come from trying to, like, contextualize the age of a dog to a child. But it also potentially could have come from people wanted, like, a more human-like connection with their dog. Yeah, and because so they tried to contextualize the companionship like out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that definitely makes sense. And, like, I, it's hard for me because it's hard for me to get excited or, uh, like, uh, like, really obsessive about anything. So, like, I can definitely understand that some people will get obsessive about that. But it's just hard for me to understand, like, why the extreme amount of interest in something goes down the path of, like, what you just said. Like, making these small little unnecessary like not even facts but attempt at facts mm-hmm. because like like yeah, a, a year's a year like the dog has lived three years earth years 
it's not what if we find out that dogs experience time seven times as fast if like as a normal person if that was the case then this is the most genius thing ever and we should be like this should be <laughs> how did we discover this can we yeah exactly off, off put all our computing uh, power to dogs instead of computers yeah exactly I, you know I mean, I think this totally recontextualizes the uh, the turkey hypothetical. If they're experiencing time differently than us, if they then became intelligent, like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. Think of that. Yeah. That'd be dangerous. Um, speaking of seven being a prime number, uh, this is a quiz for Daniel. Well, one question quiz, and then you both get a quiz. Um, how many, cause, uh, Lindsay already knows the answer cause he was the, here when I was talking about how many prime numbers are there below, like under a hundred. Um, I think I was here for this conversation, but I forgot. It's no, this you, was talking you could not have inside of Brent's apartment. <laughs> okay. Then I, I had this conversation we with had someone else like in the last but... month or two. Um, <sighs> but do you know the answer? Um, like, uh, I, I off the top, I would, I think it's something like uh, 17 the see that's what like everyone everyone there we took a poll that's what everyone basically assumed it's 25 which is which is interesting i knew it was like higher than i expected and then my mind went to 18 i was like i'm gonna under i'm gonna undershoot that i said 17 Mm mm-hmm and so because this is a math podcast now, I'm now going to quiz you on the rules for divisibility really quick. And so this, you, you get to work together. Uh, your goal is to get 100%. And if you get above an 80%, you guys can be the math people uh, on the podcast. Seems rigged, statistically okay. speaking. And I know statistics given I'm the math guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Honestly, I think I I have faith in you guys. You guys can be the math people. Uh, how do you tell if a number is divisible by one? It exists. <laughs> All right. Correct. Divisible by two. Even. Correct. Divisible by three. Um. Yeah. This is where like I didn't even know there were rules for this until I was like nineteen, and I was like, eh, I don't need to know that. <laughs> Um, this is untrue. It is a very useful skill. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. The, I don't. Like, I don't. I don't know the easy one. I don't know any of the divisibility rules beyond one and two. <laughs> why? Why would I need to know those? I know the divisibility rule for ten. Uh, uh, we all we'll, we'll jump around move, move very the, temporarily. Move the decimal. Bam. Move that. The. I mean, the that's not in that's not true because the like yes any number is divisible by two. It's just it, well, the point is is it divisible with oh, no okay. remainder? If it ends in a zero, it's divisible by ten. If it ends in Correct. five or zero, it's divisible by five. Correct. Correct. Uh we're back at three. <laughs> okay. If the if the sum of the digits. Uh, is divisible by three then it's divisible by three so for example oh, that's right. 381 you sum three plus eight plus one that's 12 12 is divisible by three so the entire number okay, is i don't i don't know three. like i get that that's a rule and there's logic behind that but that very much seems like it's divisible by three if it's divisible by three like you have to use the division of three in your reasoning to prove if it's divisible by three 
four so like i said 12 is divisible by three you can repeat the rule yeah. one plus two is three which is divisible by three well i yeah yes I'm because just every like, number is divisible by itself so there you have it but like what i'm saying is like it seems well so if i told you I, hey uh lindsay i've got three people here and 381 slices of cake. No, and no, 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 no. Here, everyone get... doesn't get a <laughs> exact... <laughs> no. Don't ask where I got this cake. No, <laughs> I'm going to give it. you a really good example. Like, I get that that's a rule. I get that it works. But, like, I'm telling you, it feels like when you get a new pair of scissors and you need a pair of scissors to open the package to use the pair of scissors that you just bought. That's what that feels like. Have you ever been in that situation? The, like that's yeah, what, that's what it's I like but well no because it's it's so like it's that situation like but a true in the same in the case of like this the second pair of scissors it's like they only wrapped it in like toilet paper like it's a lot easier to get to that second pair of scissors versus the like the one they put in a steel vault and like wrapped in like that evil plastic wrap and yeah yeah sure like, sure yeah the idea is it's a lot easier to get to that but the uh, idea is like, like you have to pair. cut, you have to use what the scissors were made for, cutting to get to the scissors that you need. <laughs> like, like the it's a useful skill. <laughs> I like you will not convince me otherwise. Uh, moving on, and scissors the, are useful uh, too. Taking too long. Divisible by four. Um, if this one if this one you could probably logic out pretty easily if it's divisible by two and becomes an even number the i don't know if that's true the, <laughs> yeah it has it to be true because yeah, if like, you divide by two and it's still di- divisible by two then that means well, it's so so by like four. 12 is divisible by two it becomes six which is it's divisible still by an two. even number but it is not divisible by four right um so you're so you're so saying tw- divisible 12, by two 12? twice yeah. yes yes yeah well, yes, but there's an easier rule. If you add up the numbers uh, okay. and they add up to three. If the <laughs> if the last two digits are divisible by four, the number is divisible by four. Because the, like a hundred is a factor of four. So like anything above a hundred can be down to like the last two digits. Um, you already got five, six. If it's an even number and follows the rule of threes. Boom. All right. Daniel gets a gold star too. Um, the, so this, cause like those, I already knew like all those, the, the one that I got tripped up on that I looked up the other day was divisible by seven because I knew there was a rule. It's just everyone. Like I remember when learning like these rules, they said like, don't bother learning the rule for seven, just figure it out. Cause it's a complicated rule, which in hindsight, I can't believe I accepted, uh, I accepted that. That's a really stupid thing to say, but, um, yeah. So I looked it up. Mo- most of my learning in math came from, I accept that this works. And then I figured out how it works later. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think in general, I definitely do that, but like, I just can't believe that I accepted, uh, like it's hard to do this. So don't bother. Like, that doesn't seem like something I would accept, but I totally remember just being like, all right, you got it. Oh, what's the rule you're, for okay, seven? I'm not going to guess. Yeah, I was kidding. So uh, you double the last digit and subtract it from the other digits. And if that is divisible by seven or zero, it's divisible. So, for example, 105. 
you double the last digit, five, ten. And so 105, subtra- like get rid of the five, you had 10 minus the doubled, which is 10, which is zero. So 105 is divisible by seven. Um, the, and then, so divisible by eight. Uh, wait, what was the rule for four? The, it was like if you the div- last four digits divisible, or I'm sorry, the last two digits divisible by four. You use you can use similar logic for eight. Well, uh, yeah, you can like it's just like two cubed. So you, like if you yeah, I mean if you are. Well, I'm I'm saying not using Daniels like oh. that. That is a way you can do it, but like th- that is not the like the quote unquote rule. Like it is valid, but it's just you're like the goal is to avoid doing division three times. Well, what's the rule? If the last three digits are divisible by eight, because a thousand is divisible by eight, so like anything above a thousand, gotcha, it's definitely divisible by eight. Anyway, uh, and then divisible by nine. Um. I don't remember what divisible by three was. Uh, I think below a hundred, it's if the digits add up to nine. But Correct. Past a hundred, um, I don't know. It, it's that's the entire rule. Okay. The sum of the digits divisible by nine, and then the last two will do. So eleven and twelve. Also, like you're not gonna get these. You you could get twelve. I'll let you try and get twelve, but I'll tell you eleven really quick. You eleven take, usually like, uh, palindromes itself, right? Yeah. So you take the, you're like sort of, you, I, I don't know exactly what you mean by that, but so you take the, the positive of like the first digit, subtract it from the second digit, add it to the, like the next digit, subtract. So if you're, for example, your number is like 1364, positive one minus three plus six minus four. And if that is divisible by 11 uh, or if it's zero, then it's divisible by 11. Okay. And then finally 12 um think about if it if it yeah i'm thinking about six um if it follows the rules of three and four correct boom all right I, I really expected you <laughs> I didn't expect it to take this long because I expected you to know everything up until seven um at least no. but uh, I, bravo. I, I, I was never Good taught job. that I don't even remember like where I heard those rules I think there was like I don't I, I, I don't buy that you were never taught it I believe you never paid attention when it was taught to you no um I it's because I was gone for whenever they taught like if they taught it, it was a day I was gone. Because I was there for, like, the day we learned long division. And I wasn't there for, like, any other, like, day they talked about other division methods. I generally cannot recall anything like this being brought up in school. Yeah. It seems so, it, it seems so fundamental that... Like, um, it, it, I don't know. You, like, you know your multiplication table, then you can, like, reverse engineer the division way of it. And then you just kind of know how to divide stuff. Mm-hmm. Just kind of know how to divide stuff. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Anyway. Turn everything um, into a fraction. Fractions are way easier to deal with. That's my take. How many, how many did you guys miss? I mean, I didn't. Con- con- mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't contribute to this at all. <laughs> the, uh, you, you were there. 
Mm. Yeah. But whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll say we're, we're all math people, even though apparently you guys skipped math class because you're a bunch of uh, delinquents. Anyway, hey, bombastic I, I, quote. I got through engineering school without uh, knowing the multiplication rules. So or division rules. So, uh, <laughs> man, that's really impressive. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm a bad person. Didn't know times tables. Got through. Um, I wasn't. Were you allowed to use a calculator in your classes? Um, like specifically math classes. I mean, most upper level math classes, it didn't really matter because they were like indefinite integrals. Yeah. Well, so like I I totally know some people whose calculators could do indefinite integrals and that's a right something I'm not going to touch. But um I mean it's still like there were enough times that like you had to divide or multiply like three digit numbers which is like inconvenient. You can definitely do it by hand, but um anyway, bombastic quote. Some people think a circle has no sides. Some think it, it is infinite in number of sides. In reality, a circle has two sides the inside and the outside and with that we got the hypothetical because what's a podcast without a hypothetical so daredevil it's on disney plus now i don't think it's on netflix anymore but uh to celebrate this disney plus was like hey you know it'd be really cool if we uh if we helped people out and gave people daredevil powers but uh you know vision's kind of useful so let's give them uh, better vision too and so they uh, they went to Daredevil and was like, hey, can we harvest your blood to come up with a serum to give everyone your powers? And he was like, that's kind of my whole shtick. And uh, but anyway, they paid him enough money because uh, Disney can. And now they uh, distributed the uh, serum in order to promote the Daredevil series. And so now everyone has super senses. So the they like you have you can hear things miles and miles and miles away you have super hearing uh, or that's the same thing as hearing um you have super vision you can see things very like you have per, like telescopic vision um you can smell things super far away basically everyone's got crazy super senses so how's this going to change the world uh first things first vision uh is like vision care is like no longer a perk companies can offer because everyone's got perfect vision. Um, side note, I, I just I remembered while you were talking about the hypothetical, I was allowed to use a calculator in my math classes because my calculator could not do indefinite integrals. But, um, yeah, like everyone can hear, smell, see um, other senses better. Yep. And... Uh, yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah so, so um i i i think a big change would be the change in the sewage system because now that we can smell stronger like we're gonna be oh, much yeah, more yeah, aware yeah. of like the presence of sewage just waste in general like yeah I think you have to combat it a whole different way and like cat like cow pastures and whatnot like we need to move those very far from civilization <laughs> So, um, um, skunks are a lot more dangerous because, like, that strong of a sensation might they might actually do things to you. Incapacitate. Might actually do things <laughs> to you. Yeah, like you, you um, might like pass out or like have a brain, real brain fart, whatever that looks like. <laughs> or smells the, like. One th- 
all you can't you can't whisper in like class anymore like the, the basically so in in almost a building side just like if you're within the same building as someone if you say something it can be heard well so um our the, like uh, our soundproofing is would uh improve so that rooms would at least mostly be insulated yeah um that yeah they'd probably do that you can't hide a fart yeah can't, so it also can't, like uh, can't sneak out of the house yeah do you think you will be like more affected by like temperature changes if you can feel <laughs> like if your like ability to like your sense of feeling and touch is escalated then you're going to be like uncomfortable quicker yeah i i feel like everyone uh, would get much worse sleep yeah the yeah because suddenly the like two nights ago or two like a week ago i don't know some amount of time within the decent past uh the my upstairs neighbors were playing music till 4 a.m and now that would like it was already really bad because it was really loud but can you imagine if like you heard it perfectly that would be terrible mm. apart i feel like apartments in general just can't exist uh well, very well anymore I, I feel like noise complaints now like a uh it, it's much faster like evictable offense oh yeah yeah, yeah. but but the thing is even because we're going with like it is super hearing so even if they're just speaking you can just hear your neighbors at all times they're just having a conversation you can hear them yeah mm-hmm. I think texting and like all form like written communication would become a lot bigger. Right. Just because you like you don't necessarily want people listening in. Brent, I'm I'm imagining a situation, um, sl- slight variant. Then we can come back to hypothetical. But you you go up to your upstairs neighbor when they're playing that music. Imagine you you know you knock on their door and like tell them, hey, can you keep it down? We're trying to sleep below you, and then you look and on their wall like just nailed in is your license plate <laughs> oh my goodness i would i would be arrested that night because of the <laughs> series of uh high felonies i would commit take notes uh brent's upstairs neighbors if you're listening uh you, yeah. you're gonna want to hide what? your contraband yeah. <laughs> but exactly. also if you weren't the one stealing his license plate you might want to find who did just to mess with them and take them uh i mean if if they want to die i don't want that license plate cover back okay okay let's 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 reshape the the hypothetical situation here you do that but then they say no we we uh compensate these from someone who was stealing them or did steal them they thought it was funny but we weren't sure who's who lost it so we were waiting turn it into the police (laughs) you freaks that's not the hypothetical um (laughs) Sports, the uh, crowd noise. Poor vi- crowd. Oh, oh man, I don't think you could have a crowd because even just like shifting around in your seat, if there are over, like if there are thousands of people, um, it would be deafening. Well, what yeah, if- that, that's like the curse. Like everyone has super hearing. Like everyone would have their eardrum shattered. Like 
like a, at least a large margin of people would like shatter their eardrums really fast. What if? Mm-hmm. Okay, would it be easier if you gave everyone like noise canceling headphones, or gave them some kind of like That's something what, that so like like. S- like not silencer, but something that quiets your voice that well, you can go back to. You know, it's and- harder to pick up. It's uh, like like from other people. You can be in a louder space. You can still talk and still hear what's going on. There needs to be some kind of place where you can uh, where you can buy little gadgets like this to cancel out the noise for your ears. Um, and there's only one one stop shop for all your um, electronic accessory needs. Needs and that's Radio, Radio Shack. Shack. Thank you. Radio Shack's <laughs> coming back. <Aww>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The well, so I don't, uh, I don't like the um, the, I, I noticed like I'm speaking very loud as we're talking about this, um, on, on my audio spikes, anyway. Uh, I don't like the fact that you can like dampen your voice because that that almost feels like we're taking away from the hypothetical. I like the idea that the your way around it is to cut off your hearing, and so like you went from having like okay hearing to having super hearing to having no hearing in order to just be able to function okay um and then i think uh like almost in this this is getting to be extreme but almost in the same way like your your vision's a lot better your maybe your like light receptors are incredible now and so if you go out in the sun it's blinding and so you need very strong sunglasses in order to be able to see outside mm-hmm. like that, screens right. might even be too much for us like if oh yeah yeah so like whether it be just screens or like going back to sports and stuff like just seeing the scoreboard those are really bright lights so you can see them from far away so like just looking at them could be damaging i i think we're neglecting um probably the most shocking effect of this serum and that is brent being able to distinguish chilies. oh my chilies suddenly are now different that's crazy (laughs) okay well okay Um, actually though when it comes to chilies so like in general sense like i typically like more simple food like the more complex it gets the higher chance i just won't enjoy it as much uh so when it comes to that do you think being more uh more sensitive to taste do you think we would strike uh be able to handle these complex dishes like chili that has a little bit of everything a lot of spices and a lot of different flavors going on at the same time versus like like would you think we'd be doing that and being able to enjoy it more or do we think that'd be too much for us and we have to go to simpler foods to just like just to be able to stomach it or like mentally process it see the, yeah information overload yeah type. i that'd be interesting I don't. I think. I think you might like learn to enjoy it. But you did. Uh, really quick. I do want to. You brought up an interesting point. If you take like a judge for like a food tasting contest, like are they out of jobs now? Like, because the assum- the like the working assumption is that they have uh, just a more refined palate and can taste differences better. Like, and now everyone can do that. And yeah. so. So I, like, I don't know if you are, said it, but food is everyone kind of at the same level with everything? Yeah. The, yeah. Everyone well, like, it, so the people be like a, it'd still be like a, like a training kind of deal because it's the same thing with how like in ancient times or like even in like certain cultures, like 
there wasn't a word for green. Like, green was just a shade of blue. And, and so, like... Things like that, like, it can, it can like, affect how you can, like, perceive it. So, like, if you showed someone, like, shades of green and blue, if someone wasn't raised to distinguish between green and blue, it's harder for them to, like, see the differences in those than someone who was raised to distinguish those. So, like, like, if you're, if you have trained and, like, in the culinary arts and you understand flavors, like, of every kind, how they mix how they interact, like, how the preparation methods um, affect the way the final flavor comes out. I think that's still how you can distinguish between, like, professional uh, tasters. Yeah. I'd buy that. Like, okay, but, like, I want to go back to the colors thing. Uh, Like, I think everyone becomes a lot more familiar with, like, I guess we have names for all these like sub uh, colors, so like all these different shades of red. So I think we've become more com- uh, more familiar with all those names because like right now, like if I ask any of either of you, you probably you guys probably couldn't name all of the colors. So like I think you just like you can distinguish them so like it's so much clear what colors what, and even the slight differences that for us now would be completely different. Uh, it would be this the opposite. It would be like, okay, now it's like pretty much, okay, that kind of looks like this color, very close to this color, but with better sight, you're going to be able to be like, okay, that's that's 100% red number 127. Right. <laughs> we, we would start using hexadecimal code for colors uh, like, and well, it, like it, RGB codes. I was going to say, there'd be a cultural split. Some people would be using the hex decimal. Some people would be calling out the RGB values. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm a hex guy. I, I think it, I think that makes sense. But is it, how does, um, I don't know if either of you know this, but how does like the hex system like work? Is it, is there like a linear well, value and it changes like as you change position on the Well, palette? so, so, well, so the thing is, is like, it's, a hex is like a single thing can be 16 digits right mm-hmm. and like two two sets of 16 is like 256 so like i'm it is i'm nearly certain in saying this and i'm gonna make a bold claim even though i'm not positive like the like an rgb value is the same as hex it's just right. written in hex right um so but like like it, they're it, the same if, thing it's just how you re- represent it if i you know let's say i'm on microsoft paint and i have my selector on one color and it's showing the hex for it and then i make it like a little darker like just one one pixel darker like is the hex gonna change systematically like if i change it by one pixel down darker and it changes will it change in the same way if i move it one more pixel darker uh i well so it theoretically only has a resolution up to like 256 times 256 well, times 256 sh- sure but like maybe you know what i'm saying like i move it like as small a value we, as i can is it is, is it yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a systematic change though the so like well yeah so it's just like i i think it just comes down to like is that system high enough resolution to like determine a change that small and i don't know if it is gotcha um, See, in that way, I think RGB might be a little more um, precise. 
just because you can use decimal. Yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, or, you could literally be as precise as you want with RGB. Yeah. Yeah. But hexadecimal is simpler. You RGB elitist. <laughs> I, I am an RGB oh. elitist. That's why I'm the math guy. You're, you're an engineer, so you can approximate to your hex decimal or whatever. Me and Lindsay, we'll stick to our RGB values. That's the math people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I don't think we should give Brent the credit of being the engineering guy. Oh, true. Um, how how could you prove that you're the engineer? How the heck guy? do I not get the title of engineering guy? I've got a real <laughs> quarrel with that one. I think Lindsay is more of an engineering guy than either of us. Thank you. He works at an engineering Why? firm. <laughs> I've worked at two engineering firms. Okay, okay. you have <laughs> interned at two engineering firms. <laughs> That's true. Hmm. Big difference. I was being, I was just joking, but Dale brings <laughs> fire <laughs> reasoning here. <laughs> L- Lindsay's the engineer of all of us. That's all I'm saying. He's got that real world stuff going for him. I just don't have the title of engineer like you guys I, do. I have engineered my title, but I do data entry. <laughs> you, know? you and me both, bud. Engineer is a fluid word. It means a lot of things. The... All right. And anyone have any more ideas for the hypothetical before we wrap it up? Well, we touch taste, uh, we, we, we touch already, sound, uh, we touch sight. Radio Shack came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course screens. You can't go to the theater because the the screen's too bright. So Blockbuster's coming back. Easy, right? Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> obvious this time. But how are we gonna use the VHS tapes? Are they just gonna be upscaled to a digital TV? Because the CRT televisions will make that like high pitched noise. Oh, the- or like the flat, like the flash on and like flash off. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, we fixed those. Oh dang! Okay. So Don't so Blockbuster it. has some like you don't have innovative to a VCR possible. to a CRT though. You know what? Either way, Blockbuster no, has some like innovative uh, things going for it, and it's going to be skyrocketing in um, success. Mm-hmm. Although a lot of CRT or like I've seen plenty of CRTs with like VCRs built in. Yep. Um, Fair. Anyway, uh, who's sponsoring us today, Lindsay? Our sponsor today is Bottomless Containers. Have you ever wanted the the ability to carry more, but always ended up with too much weight and cumbersomeness for you to handle? Well, with Bottomless Containers, you're able to put as many things through it as you want without them ever getting Bottomless containers come in many shapes and sizes, all of which never get full. Check out using code WeCarryFew for unlimited discounts. Uh, I believe both of you guys received, I think, Daniel, you received a star-shaped bottomless container, and Brent, you received what shape again? Uh, it was a rhombus. A rhombus. Uh, it was really useful for yard work because I was like trying to transport some w- rocks, right? And so I would load it up with rocks, and then as soon as I pick it up, we're, we're back at square one. We could fill it right up again, uh, no problem. It's super easy to carry. Just really great for yard work. Highly recommend. Yeah, and uh, my star-shaped container has been great for storing my star-shaped cookies, um, of which I have many. And so... You know, typical containers, you know, they don't fit my shape right. They don't have enough storage space. But my bottomless container star shape has uh, changed my life. Thank you, Bottomless Containers, for sponsoring this episode. 
And Indeed. specifically, they really wanted to sponsor our last segment, um, <laughs> segment C, because, um, and, you know, we perhaps, um, we perhaps embellished a little bit with this and we told them segment C was for cookie. Um, and, and as you know, like I relayed my story about, um, the cookie container with them. And so they really liked that. But as we know, C is actually for Brent's game. And what is Brent's game? We've played it on the podcast before. Giraffe, plain, candle. So the way this works is we each have an object in mind. So like one person will be giving their object at, at a time and the other two will be guessing. So you you have an object in your mind. You say, okay, is this most like a giraffe, a plane, or a candle? And you can use any logic you choose to decide which you want to make your descriptor word you'll say okay well i'm talking about a animal cracker so i'm gonna say crunchy giraffe and we'll each take a guess and if we're wrong then uh the clue giver will give another hint so it'd be like crunchy tasty crunchy tasty giraffe. giraffe and and so on and you can get up to five adjectives and yeah the, and they have to be adjectives they have to be mm-hmm. adjectives adjectives must and be and the quicker you do it ideally the better like you did at the game right yeah so like you theoretically get more score if you can get it in one adjective versus five correct so uh okay. brent it's I, your game would you like to start i will start us and Sorry, you will start like with, go. <laughs> but go ahead. Too bad. Ahead. I already started. I shall give you guys. Uh, can you tell me? I, I've misplaced my stringy candle. Where? What? What is my stringy candle? Noodles. Yo yo. Uh, final answers. Yep. Noodles. Yo yo. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. Uh, so I suppose I'll give you more details about my uh, stringy candle. That you misplaced. It is a st- st- yeah, that I misplaced. A stringy camouflaged candle. Camouflage. Stringy camouflaged candle. Is it a dragon? No. <laughs> uh, you have to you have to lock in answers. A stick bug so you, you locked like in. Things. Wait, stringy. What was the new word? A stringy camouflaged candle. I'll I'll go chameleon. Uh, bold choice considering I didn't use giraffe. <laughs> Both of you are incorrect. I okay. mean, we've had this discussion the, before. Candle could be like, yeah, it's like shown sure. size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candle, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, sure. but dragon, Komodo dragon, lizard, chameleons have camouflage. I don't. I don't know if Daniel elaborate on this, but the idea is to use giraffe, plane, or candle. You pick one depending on what's closest to, or what you think relates closest to the item you have in mind. Right. Okay. So it's still lost. I need you guys to help me find it. Yep. It's a stringy, camouflaged, strong candle. Strong. Stringy, camouflaged, strong candle. Okay. Um, I'm picturing Brent's room. Because <laughs> I know he's looking around to figure this out. 
it, it i'll give you a hint it was an item it like it is not a like a part of my room it is an item like i have placed inside my room i don't think that narrowed it down <laughs> yeah. um okay you want to um, throw a guess uh i'm gonna say um it's the thing you pull on the ceiling fan to turn on the light but he said he placed it in his room though. well i that, that's <laughs> I, my guess is, <laughs> which i was <laughs> honestly i love the i love the idea it's good thing i honestly thought about that earlier in the thing it's like something you pull i was like thinking like string in his room okay i was thinking blinds and i was thinking uh also the the ceiling fan I like where you guys are headed. You're like, think about camouflage. Though. Yeah, I, I, that's where you're losing me. <laughs> uh, okay. I haven't so, guessed anything. Good lord. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. A. Okay, whatever. I'll I'll do <laughs> a blind string. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I I have camouflaged blind. Well, uh, camouflage in my room blind well it's just yeah it's just hard to see <laughs> honestly that would have been top tier anyway stringy uh i still need you to help me find it so I, i'm gonna switch up one of these so stringy camouflaged camouflaged strong long uh candle so i forgot about strong okay strong and long long and strong it's nickname in uh middle school all right, I, I feel like candles probably just going for object. Yeah, or even like like, I think it's the the long is probably just like slightly bigger and one dimension than the candle. So, right, I'm gonna guess candle. Lock it in. No, uh, <laughs> camouflage. So it's like something that blends in or something you lose. Um. Oh, I'm thinking his apartment room. I gotta think about his, um, his other place outside his, of college. His room back at his parents' house. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, I'm more familiar with that. Room. That's not gonna help you. Um, think of just <laughs> it, it. So it's something I got from like the discount store, like oh. just a random thing. <laughs> but like, you you definitely know what it is. Uh, slackline. But like, I. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh Lindsay. Oh gosh. I'm gonna say a it's gotta be something glass, I feel like. For the transparency camouflage thing. Let's go with screen protector. <laughs> no. I don't okay. know the guys i really need you to help me find this but this is the last like we're coming up on a timeline here this is the last hint i can give you it is a stringy camouflaged strong long emergency candle emergency stringy long strong camouflaged dad <laughs> i i totally th- like i didn't bother that hard with the like the last two because i was like ah they'll get it by three 
Brent, uh, I feel like you're going to tell us what it is, and I'm going to hate every one of your hints. I know, <laughs> me too. Uh, um, oh, wait. Long, strong, no, no, stringy that was it. camouflage. Say what you were going to say. But hold on. What was the last word? Emergency. Oh, well. Um, oh, I was going to say headphones. <laughs> those aren't emergency. I'm picturing, I'm picturing those like bracelets or necklaces that like are just a rope like woven in a certain way that like you can undo if you absolutely need a strong rope. So whatever that's called is what I'm locking in. Genius. Like a, boom. Me- paracord was the, what we were looking for, but you absolutely nailed it. It, it like the item I looked at was an emergent. It's one of those like uh, it has a compass on it. It's a bracelet, but it's made a paracord that you unravel if you're in an emergency. Boom. Ding, ding, ding. Lindsay gets one point. Dang. Okay. Bravo. Daniel, do you want to go next or you want me to go next? Uh, go ahead. Okay. I've got an uh, entertaining candle. Enter- uh, so. Xbox. Go like a DVD player or a VCR. Um, I I feel like he wouldn't be too. He is probably looking around his room though. Maybe like TV. I'm gonna go with television. Xbox. Uh, entertaining recorded candle. Uh, so a DVD. <laughs> um, or yeah, I, I'm going with DVD. Uh, Look. a DVD of Sharknado Three. Oh hell no. Don't waste. <laughs> He's quoting something no. else. <laughs> um, recorded. Um, you guys are is right. It, there. Is it the podcast? You guys are right there. Entertaining, recorded, watchable candle. Ah, Brent, you're right there. You're right there. You just gotta say say it. You just have to say the is word. Is it a VHS? No. Uh, <laughs> that's, is, uh... that's your. Daniel, no, I didn't lock it in. It, you asked garbage. me if it wasn't. That was locking it in. <laughs> it, was, it was a rhetorical question, is but it, whatever. Uh, YouTube. You're right there. Entertaining, recorded, watchable, and scripted candle. Scripted. Is it's it a, a is it a that, movie? Yes, it is. It was not. <laughs> you guys are like I didn't know which one. It's not really an. What was, physical it, what was your third one like watching watchable watched, watchable watchable it was okay. I, I mean it was hard i just i was trying i was thinking yeah. about doing yeah, 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 brent yeah. favored or something like that but i was like whatever all right daniel give us your right. speed around all right so, so i have to get this one yeah or or you'll or lose, bad. <laughs> lose I mean, this the, will, this the will math guy like, concept or title either we tie and none of us are the math person or Lindsay wins and he's the math person <laughs> yeah. all right so we've got you guessed it, a candle, and it's electric. Oh, it's your water flosser. It is uh, your mouse. Nope. All right. It's an old electric candle. Mm. GameCube controller. That's what I was going to go with. Let's um, speed around. It does not matter what you were going to say. <laughs> I said it first. I know, I know. Um old electric old electric uh i don't know what systems he has it's electric um i'm gonna go with a nintendo entertainment system nope 
Nope. All right. Boxy old electric candle. GameCube. <laughs> Itself, not the controller. Xbox. <laughs> Daniel guessed Xbox earlier. Nope. All right. Gosh darn it. Heavy boxy old electric candle. CRT. <laughs> Television. Uh, 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 I hate that. I'm I'm racing, so I'm not giving thought. I'm just <laughs> answering. Well, okay, what we switched last round. I didn't think and this <laughs> round, and you did. And now, uh, I'm going to say a lava lamp. It is a cathode ray tube television. CRT. We're all the math people. <laughs> No, none of us are the math people that we established. Oh wait, that. yeah, not no crap. Dang. Well, unfortunate. unfortunate. No, we just are. Till... It's just that was how Brett was going to become the for sure. Dang, Th- this is this is exactly what I was afraid of. All of us failing. My my cacker half theophobia is really <laughs> yes. really kicking in. Well, Oof. that brings us to the end of the episode. I guess Daniel wins the uh, use of the Bombastic Award. Uh, I think that's the first time we have a winner in a long time, or declared a winner. A- but be sure to like, comment, subscribe, follow, because no one's doing that, and we got to keep telling you to do it, or else uh, no one will ever do it. So this is our prayer that it may happen sometime. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? I was going to say, this is awkward because my final thoughts were uh, good job, everyone, on listening to, uh, like, we, we had a down spike, but uh, we got another, we're back at uh, nominal values for listening. We back. So thank you, yeah, everyone, it, for listening. It was listening. like the next course, day it bounced back. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and sharing. And, of course, we could always use more because uh, we're only in the top 10% of podcasts. Uh, we want to be in the top negative uh, one percent two and we won't sleep until we're yeah what Brent said i was gonna say one percent but i want to be in the top two podcasts and i don't want to be one that's too much attention <laughs> it's it's too much pressure to be number one podcast <laughs> exactly the yeah i'd agree but i mean if we must be the top podcast so i mean you know it. like if we really had to be i mean I mean, we couldn't really stop that from happening. It would be our burden to bear. It would. Oh, I mean, man. it's the people's oh, choice, right? Like, who are we to say that we are not? Okay, let's stop fantasizing in front of people. Are people's choice awards still a thing? Or like Teen Choice Awards? Does that still exist? Uh, yeah, Nickelodeon. We're gonna get our podcast chosen as we're gonna get slimed on stage. You guys Dude, remember that? Never actually. If watched Nickelodeon it. ever sponsored us, we would definitely do a slime segment. <laughs> That'd be so. Uh, I don't even know what Nick, if Nickelodeon makes new shows anymore, or if they just like rerun their old stuff. Well, exactly. They're not even making a new show. They would just sponsor, it. like how in the Super Bowl and like they like Nickelodeon broadcasted one of the airings of the Super Bowl, and then they had graphics that put slime everywhere. <laughs> Pretty epic. Interesting. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh right. Final thoughts. Those were Brent's. Um, uh, shout out to um, all our moms again, especially Brent's mom, Double especially mom, Lindsay's mom, out. especially my mom, uh, other moms as well. <laughs> the other, the other of our moms <laughs> shall not be receiving an extra shout out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, other moms. N- maybe next time. I swear I had something. 
Yeah, forget it. I think this is the longest I'll, I'll, uh, final. Lindsay, take I'll, it away. I'll just, yeah, this Lindsay is the longest final way. thoughts we've ever had. Uh, well, I can't be true. With that, everyone do have a bombastic week. We'll see you next time.